Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy New Year and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our January heart-centered and passion-driven inspirations for better living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is currently available at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. This month theme is New Year, New Me. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO of your family. So please go to www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show today, in alignment with our New Year, New Me theme, my guest for this morning is Jesse Kalsi. Jesse is a world-renowned numerologist specializing in residential and business numerology. He provides valuable insights into the power of numbers and how they affect our life. His book, The Power of Numbers and All About Numbers, bring awareness and understanding of this phenomenon by combining his Eastern upbringing with his Western experience. Jesse has positively affected thousands of people's lives for over 20 years. His clients include prominent business people and highly successful communication and entertainment companies. He has appeared on radio and TV shows in the U.S. and has amazed audiences with his unique perspective on numerology. Jesse is a successful real estate broker and a certified Federal Aviation Administration flight instructor with a commercial pilot's license. He received his bachelor's degree in India and has an LLM in international legal studies from Golden Gate University in San Francisco, California. Upon graduation from the National Defense Academy of India, he pursued advanced studies at the Indian Military Academy. Jesse served as a captain in the 1st Battalion, 3rd Gurga Rifles, formerly called the Queen's Own. While posted at the Jammu Kashmir frontier, he was informed of his true life's purpose and left the army. Jesse originally came to the United States to learn to fly, but eventually returned here to make his home in California. Jesse and I will be having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey, his latest book, All About Numbers and how you can attract luck, abundance, and joy based on your numbers. Good morning, Jesse. Happy New Year, and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing this morning? Hi, Johnny. Great. It's great to be here. I'm so excited to be on this show with you today, and Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you. It is a pleasure to have you with me. Your book, All About Numbers, is a very insightful and interesting read. Thanks for sharing your knowledge at such a critical time in our human experience. I believe everyone is ready to transform misfortune into fortune in the new year. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Let us start by getting to know you a little better. Please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, I I grew up in a very uh, conservative family. You know, my, my parents were very traditional. You know, my father served the Indian Air Force. And uh, and then uh, me and my brother, both of us, we, we, of course, with a military background, we joined the Indian Army. And so we both served for a certain period of time, somewhere around eight, nine, ten years. 
and then uh, and then after that the political situation in india you know this was up in the the late in the in the, in the late 80s actually it started mm-hmm. changing and then i come from a minority group so um uh, so things weren't uh, were the best at that time, and uh, then also I, f- I felt that there's some shift, there's some change coming in my life. I guess I was being guided from the other side, and I was very fortunate to be able to, uh, you know, resign my commission in the Indian Army and then uh, uh, make it to the United States. And I-, I consider myself really, very, very fortunate and very, very lucky that I feel that. I'm always guided, and you know, I, I follow my intuition all the time, and uh, and I always feel that there's something behind me that you know shows me the way to take me to the future times, and that's what it did actually from from one country to the other, and uh, you know it, I still found my way here. I, I I you know like most immigrants, well you know how it is, right? Most immigrants who come to this country, mm-hmm. so you're from Asia too, and you know it better than anybody else. You know, it faced very challenging times. But then, you know, I had this very basic uh, knowledge about numbers and numerology at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I started looking at it a little bit. And then, then with time, you know, uh, things kept changing and going. And I got into uh, uh, fight, inst- uh, you know, got my commercial pilot's license. I got into fight instruction. Then I got into real estate. And then, mm-hmm. and then it kept going and going, you know, and the first book came and now the second book. So it's been an interesting journey, you know, and I, I feel that a lot has happened and, uh, and I think it is a lot has to do uh, with the blessings of the universe on the other side. Fantastic. That sounds really wonderful. Who were the major influences when you were growing up? Uh, that's kind of interesting. You know, I, um, you know, I, I followed, uh, you know, India's freedom fighters. You know, we had uh, mm-hmm. a young man called Sardar Bhagat Singh, you know, who, uh, who, was, uh, uh, who laid his life for India's independence, right? So he was one mm-hmm. of my role models, you know. You know, I thought uh, very, very highly about him. And the young man was, um, you know, he was executed by the by the by the English, the, the, the mm-hmm. British Empire. But he stood against them and all that. But he was he was he was very he was a very important young man, whose uh, efforts and or whatever he did, did mm-hmm. you know, change the destiny of India. So Mr. Sadar Bhagat Singh absolutely, I followed him. And in my later years, I had some. Uh, you know, some uh, officers from the Indian Air Force, you know, my father's of the Air Force, and so we had some mm-hmm. some fighter mm-hmm. pilots, you know, some fighter pilots that I I thought were absolute wonderful human beings. So, yeah, a few of those, but not politicians, it's freedom fighters and people who really fought for the country with my old model. Well, the uh, interesting thing that you were involved with, of course, you made it all the way up to the position of a captain, and you were yeah. with the Gugas. When I was growing up in Malaysia, uh, my parents grew up during World War II, and they were very impressed with the Gukas because that was the Queen's Army. Of course, at that time, Malaysia and India was part of the British colony and so forth. And for those who doesn't know what the Gukas is, can you just tell us a little bit more about them? Because I believe they're kind of like almost like the U.S. Marines that actually reports to the president that people don't really realize that. And <laughs> they're yeah, an elite Gurkha, uh, yeah. group. Yeah, Gurkha is an elite uh, fighting group, right? So these mm-hmm. uh, these brave uh, young men, right, they are recruited from the mountains of uh, the Himalayan kingdom called Nepal, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so what happens is uh, in the, the Gurkhas, you know, there are many kinds, you know. They're, most yeah. of the people who are, you know, who are fighters, right, who are right. fighters, they, are, they come from the higher areas of the hilly region of Nepal. 
see, like like in Nepal, you know, there are many many groups, right? So right. In the Gurkhas, like you know, there's certain sects, like you know, like the Tapas, the Gurungs, the Limbu, mm-hmm. the Muggers, the last name, right? Tapa, Gurung, Limbu, Mugger. So mm-hmm. th- this variety of uh, people, you know, they they are they live in the higher mountains of Nepal, right? And that's mm-hmm. how they are recruited by the Indian Army and also the British Army. They serve mm-hmm. two armies, right? And 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 just because they come from those higher regions, right? They are they're natural. They're natural fighters, you know. They're natural fighters, right. and they make excellent troops. And my just my battalion, we we celebrated our 200 years of a bicentenary uh, uh, in 2015. You know, it completed 200 years of the first four workers. And wow. uh, I was invited, you know, because I was I was commissioned in that battalion. Yes. And it was absolutely yes. wonderful to go back there and and be a part of the celebration. But they're the they're excellent fighters, you know. They're unflinching fighters. They are completely fearless, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. and you know they you know like in most armies, you know, I mean, you want the soldiers to obey your orders completely, right? <laughs> and that's exactly what they did for. Uh, for hundreds of years, well, now when people look back and say this, this doesn't a very smart thing to do, but well, but that's how they were in those times, and that's how they right. are today, unflinchingly right. loyal, you know, right, and and extraordinarily brave, you know, the best right. of the best, right, and, right. And I had the good fortune to serve with them, yes. Fantastic. Well, yeah, in a way, they are the special forces, and they're loyal to the kings and the queens and whoever that is at the time, and this is part of that concept of the knights of the round table so to speak because that's what it is and of course the numbers grew from 10 to 12 to thousands you're right yes. they're very loyal and they believe in what they're fighting for and it's for the country exactly how did that experience contribute to your success over the years you know that was i give that a lot a lot of credit in my lifetime right because See, mm-hmm. that laid the foundation of my future years, you know. It, mm-hmm. you know, it laid the foundation of, uh, of of strength, of discipline, of, you know, following orders, of uh, setting goals, of achieving goals, you know, of being, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of being brave and never giving up, you see? Right. It's like you never say you die, you know how it is? So all these traits actually came from my military career. You know, it mm-hmm. gave me tremendous strength, right, to stand up and, you know, and just go for it and, you know, just be like a Gorkha mind, right? You never give up and, <laughs> and you fight to win. You know how it is? You right, just, right, right. You start a project, you finish it, you know, whatever you set you, your eyes on, you achieve that goal, you know, you don't complain. You absolutely right. do not complain, you know, you just work for it just and get the job done. Is what I would right. Do. So that's exactly what happened in my life, yes. Right. Just kind of suck it up and do it until you get it. So that's very, very interesting, though, because here you have something that's very structured, obviously, right? Black and white, kind of. And then you have that we both grew up, I would say, in a community, so to speak, a general community that has this wonderful balance about the love affair with spirituality, mysticism, and those kind of things. So what pivotal moment in your military life led you to rethink your life's purpose? You know, I was uh, my my last position. I was posted in the uh, in the Jammu and Kashmir frontier, and I was right on the right. border with Pakistan. I was, on a, I, was, I was commanding a small forward dependent locality there, and you mm-hmm. know, I was and I was getting to some suddenly I was getting this uh, you know some thought in my mind that I kept repeating again and again that you know you you're not supposed to be here you know 
you, you're not supposed to be in a position where you can, you know, you know, pull a trigger on people. You know how it is. And, yeah. uh, you know, you should not be in the business of killing people. You know, that's what it is, right? I mean, what, mm. what, and, you know, what what happens there? You know, people get shot and killed on, you know, daily basis. Right, right. All kinds of things happen, right? Cross-border infiltration or, or any other military activity, right? Or you die or right. someone else dies. And, so it came like that. It just came like, you know, no, 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 you don't have to do this. You know, you don't have to be here. You know, this is not where you have to be, you know. So that thought became stronger and stronger. So I suddenly I just I, I decided, well, you know, I need to be somewhere else, right? <laughs> I think this part of my journey is over. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's exactly what happened. Yeah. That's very interesting, though, because you're not talking about as just a regular soldier, because you are a captain, and I'm sure at that level, I mean, we're talking about several years down the road. We, I'm a major, a colonel, and of course, certainly before you retire, yeah. a general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, my career was doing really well, though. Yeah. My career was doing really, really well. You know? And yeah, I was, I was almost eight and a half, close to nine years of service, right? Right. I was doing yeah. really, really well, but then all the change. So I, just like I said earlier, right, it's all in God's hands, you know. You mm-hmm. just don't know, you know, what's going to happen or, you know, uh, you know what your life, you know. You, I think at the time <laughs> we all discover, right? Right, right. Something was given to you to, you know, to learn something, and then, but your real life purpose is somewhere, somewhere else. So, right, um, that's true. Yeah, so true. Yeah. So, how did you discover the power of numbers? Yeah. So, so what happened, Johnny? After I came to America, right? I mean, like I said earlier, I was, you know, I was kind of trying to find my way out here. I was struggling a little bit, and uh, like most immigrants do, you know, no complaints, you know. And then, so I had some basic knowledge of numbers and numerology. You know, I had some very basic. You know, I remember when I was a cadet at the Indian Military Academy. You know, in my younger days, I remember. You know, I used to be those firing used to happen in the rifle ranges. And I used to, and I used to always have very high scores when I used to fire with the rifle number twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. And, and then I later realized that twenty-seven is one of my best numbers because I'm an Aries and I'm born on April the third. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was, so that kind of stuck to the back of my mind, but I was fairly young at the time, right? And, mm-hmm. and it didn't make much sense, right? And then then, then after I came to the States, right, I ended up in an apartment number 27, which is my first apartment again. I think uh-huh. that just happened by chance. I think God, God just gave it to me. Right. But then after that, I started looking more into this, and I started learning more and more and more. And, and gradually, you know, gradually what happened was this, started spreading and the people that I met or my new friends or contacts or whoever came, right, they were very interested in what I knew and what I was telling them and what was happening, right? Mm-hmm. So um, some years later, you know, it, it, it just ended up with a client. It, you know, ended up at a radio station in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, lady called Bonnie Colleen, right? She ran mm-hmm. a morning show in San Francisco. It was an interactive show and very popular, drive time. And so she invited me as a guest. This is like, that's about 2000 that time, about 21 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then, so she says, well, some people are talking about your numbers and all that. Why did you come and be on my station? And I have never been on a station ever before, right? So I just mm-hmm. took a chance. And I remember how nervous I was that day. It was the first time. And then the open <laughs> lines, right? And all the lines were flashing and everybody wanted to talk to me, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I thought, mm-hmm. oh my God, so many, uh, that whole board was flashing and I was, I don't know what they're going to ask me, what they're going to ask me, right? but actually that opened the door. You know, right. I remember the first caller that there was this one lady, you know, she, was, uh, she asked you, I think she was from the United Kingdom. And so she mm-hmm. had this one question for me. And so I quickly asked her date of birth and I said, where do you live and all that? So I, 
So my response to her was, well, I said, oh, you know, your energy, you know, waist downwards. I said, you know, waist downwards to your feet is not good, and uh, you need to be very, very cautious with your health. She says, oh, my God. She says, oh, what happened? She says, oh, you know, I have to go to UK, to London tomorrow to get some, you know, some female-related surgery. And that's the first question, and you hit the nail on the head, right? And right. It felt as if the guide said, okay, you know, we opened the doors for you now. You do what you want, right? So, right. So that's how it all started. And after that, I've been on, you know, hundreds of stations, you know, and I've been, you know, basically interactive radio where callers call in and then we answer questions, right? So this mm-hmm. has been going on for the last maybe 21 years. Yeah. And, Fantastic. And that's how these books were born. Yeah, that's Fantastic. how these books are born too. That's really wonderful. Is that when you decide that being an astro numerologist is your calling? I did actually. Yeah, I did. You know, I absolutely did. You know, and I mean, it's my passion, and it's, it's my passion. Mm-hmm. It's my calling, and and then by the grace of God, you know, whatever I've done over the years, and I I, I do feel that this information has benefited a lot, a lot, a lot of people because, uh, you know, I'm a real estate broker here. I've been real estate and brokering for many, many years, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then what happened also, Johnny, is just that, you know, I see what happens is when God sent me so many people, right, and kept coming and coming, and I, I my knowledge kind of improved with them too. You see, I mean, your clients teach you a lot too, you know. So everyone is different, and, you know, everyone has a different case study, a different situation, a different, you know how it mm-hmm. is. And then as I went, and they kept coming and coming and coming, and I kept, you know, learning more and refining more and, and that's how it ran. That's how the first book came with the power of home numbers because I was selling, I, I, I'm still an active real, uh, real estate broker but, mm-hmm. but you know, at, at that time it was like absolutely flowing right and so the first <laughs> book was born and then, yeah, it came like that. So I'm, Fantastic. I'm grateful yes, to all my really. clients. I'm grateful to all my clients you know, who helped me write these books, yeah. Fantastic. That's really wonderful. By the way, you're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio, our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. I'm Johnny Tan, your host. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to the January edition of our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Jesse Kelsey. Jesse is a world-renowned numerologist specializing in residential and business numerology. He provides valuable insights into the power of numbers and how they affect our lives. His books, The Power of Home Numbers and All About Numbers, brings awareness and understanding of this phenomenon by combining his Eastern upbringing with his Western experience. Jesse has positively affected thousands of people's lives for over 20 years, his clients include prominent business people and highly successful communication and entertainment companies. He has appeared on radio and television shows in the U.S. and has amazed audiences with his unique perspective on immorality. Jesse and I are having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey and his latest book, All About Numbers, and how you can attract luck, abundance, and joy based on your numbers. So, Jesse, let's get into this. Can you share some personal experiences on how astro-numerology helped you in your life's journey, and especially in your real estate business, because your book talked about numbers in terms of addresses and numbers, I guess, in contracts and so forth. So if you don't mind, can you share some of those with us? Because these are the 
successes that validates your own intuition, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So what happened with Johnny? I remember my first house. Uh, mm-hmm. That was uh, that was just about a few years after I came to America. My first house number was uh, sixty six three zero zero Ridgewood Drive in Castro Valley, right here in the Bay Area. And and I remember that and that number was like a perfect number for me. And so what happened soon after that? I got that number. You know, I, I you know that's where I got my you know my real estate license, my real estate. Uh, I got my broker's license. And then I, you know, I met my wife and everything. So many things happened. Business was doing so well. And then from there, I got into another property, which is way bigger. And mm-hmm. that number was a double three, was 3003 Woodside Terrace up in Fremont here. And I remember mm-hmm. that property, when we bought the property, right, my wife liked the place a lot. And I said, listen, if the number is good, I'll go for it. And because I had some money saved at the time. And so, and the number was 3003. So we, I, I said, okay, we'll go for this one. And so um, I, I bought the property at that time. This was uh, that was about 2002 for about mm-hmm. 945000 And then what happened was, the, and the payment was really high, like $5,600 a month, right? Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was doing okay, but I was I still thought that I was, you know, was right, I'm right on the edge, right? I would put it every month. And then what happened was that suddenly the market, you know, because of this, uh, the Silicon Valley, because of the internet boom, right, just took off. Right. right. And so I told my wife one day, I said, you know what, this is kind of getting high for me and I need to get, you know, get sell this house and see what, so what can you sell this for? I said, well, let's list it for like 1.9 or 2 million. She said, well, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Who's going to give you 2 million for this house? <laughs> but it's a beautiful house. But, but mm-hmm. I can tell you today it's worth 4 million. So, oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, so we uh, listed the house and we uh, and it was very interesting. In three days, we got an offer for one point nine million cash. Wow! And so that's how the first house and and that's how I made my first million. I remember early two thousand. <laughs> and so that was purely purely on the knowledge and numbers, right? Yeah, purely yeah. on the knowledge and numbers. Yeah. So, uh, so 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 all those who are listening to me right now, right? See now what happens is home buying. And you know, and, and home, this buying of homes and selling of homes is a very serious business. Mm-hmm. People should not look at the cosmetics, right? Oh, it's so beautiful outside, or this and that. No, there's something way more than that. When you so you're getting into a new physical, new body, right? Mm-hmm. And that energy mm-hmm. and the numerology, or the what you call the chi, the feng shui, or the vastu, many languages. Right. But the number outside the house has to flow with your energy. But I can tell you, if it will, you'll be lucky. If not, like most cases, I've seen people, you know, who live in smaller homes and mm-hmm. they don't realize that, you know, the luck's working for them for reasons I'm sure the energy works for them. And suddenly they get bored one day and they say, oh, no, 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 we need to get a bigger house, right? Because, of course, they can afford it. And I've seen mm-hmm. that in most cases, when people went from small to bigger houses, right, they always had many challenges, right? Well, right. not that God would be, not all of them, but most of them. Right, uh, right. You know, principally because you know the energy shifted and they didn't understand all that. So, uh, right. Be uh, for all the listeners listening or to the podcast, right? Be very, very cautious. Don't rush into anything. Don't get pushed by a realtor, right? Do your right. due diligence and then buy. It's very, very important. Okay. Yeah, it's very interesting because one would think, well, yeah, I'm stepping up, right? But yes. if you don't do your homework, you might be actually stepping down. Exactly. You said it. That's exactly what happened. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I give an example in my book too. There's one gentleman here. I remember he passed away now. 
And he was a friend of mine. He lived in San Jose. He came from India, and his company took off and made millions of dollars. And, and at that time, he was living in a nice big house in Los Altos Hills here. And so what happens, you know, one day, uh, this, uh, a Chinese gentleman, right, he was from China, and he, I think, along with his master, I think it must be his feng shui master, so they mm-hmm. knocked his door, and they said, oh, you know, uh, we, uh, you know, would you be interested in interested in selling your house? So this guy said, oh, no, I don't want to sell my house, right? So they said, oh, well, think about it. You know, we are, my buyer is very interested to buy your house, and we've done the research on the property, and we'll offer you so much more extra, right? Right. So well, it's, uh, it's finished there. So then, uh, uh, some, a little a little later, they followed up again, saying that okay, fine, it's the end of the year, it's Christmas time and all that, and we'll offer you this much more, right? So they tempted him, and and that property always was worth many millions. But then this guy got, you know, he got yeah. really looking at the value, and right. then he flipped the house, he sold the house, and he moved into a, a Marriott low temporary. But mm. that day, what happened was Johnny, he actually didn't sell the house; he sold his luck that day. Right. After right. that, you know, after that, what happened was he bought a bigger space. I remember here in San Jose, and mm-hmm. uh, President Clinton visited that place. When he was he was friends with President Clinton and Hillary Clinton, so President Clinton visited. I'm, I was there that day too, and uh, but after that, you know, his luck kept slipping away. He broke his leg, and mm-hmm. then his business started going down. And then one day, some years ago, he traveled overseas and he, he died of a heart attack. So mm-hmm. that is my point, right? See how someone tempted you and you sold your house for higher money, but actually you sold your life and your luck away, right? Right. So, right. Uh, this I have seen myself. Yeah, that that's how important the homes are. Very interesting. Glad you shared the story about a person that you know and how, interestingly enough, in the process of thinking that we're stepping up, we're actually stepping down and not necessarily understanding that, you know, we're actually selling the good energies and vibes that was assigned to us, basically, in a nutshell. And so having said that, let's talk about the various numbers. What can you tell us and what do we need to know about the various numbers? Yeah, good question. So what happens, Johnny, is this, like, there are many schools of numerology, like we know, right? We have, mm-hmm. see, the, the mm-hmm. Chinese, the Oriental follower system, we, we have a certain system we follow in the Vedic tradition in India. Then you come down to Europe, you know, the, the Greeks have a certain system. There's a Hebrew system, right? And then uh, here in North America, there's a Western kind of a angle mm-hmm. to numerology. So what I perceive is the, 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 the Vedic tradition, you use the Chaldean code, right? And mm-hmm. um, so in the Chaldean code, you know, we, we you know, assign an, uh, letters to numbers going from number one to number eight. Pythagorean assigns letters to numbers from one to number nine. So it's a little different. But I researched all these codes, but I felt that the Chaldean code was more accurate, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why mm-hmm. I use more of this. So what happens is you know, there's, a, there's a basic association in this uh, system. And uh, we look at basic numerology, which goes from number one to number nine. And then we associate those numbers with planetary energy. Let's say, for example, number one is number the energy of sun, or uh, two is moon, three is uh, Jupiter, four Uranus, five Mercury, six Venus, seven Neptune, eight Saturn, and nine Mars. So this is how we relate numbers and planets. Now, just for one, I'll give you one example, right? The certain planetary energy or certain numbers, right? They don't get along with one another. Well, I give this example all the time, and that is the number one and eight, right? So one and eight is the energy of Sun and Saturn, and when Sun and Saturn combine, right, they're never never happy together because in the Vedic tradition, you know, Sun and Saturn are father and son who never got along. 
they are the sun is light and Saturn is dark, right? It is it is yin and yang, you know, it's just opposing mm-hmm, energy. Mm-hmm. So say for example, if someone's living in a house number, and this is just a very general one, right? Just how you're talking about a house only here. Living in a mm-hmm. house number, say one zero eight eighteen, you know, something like that. One eight mm-hmm. one zero eight you know, zero is an amplified one in eight, right? So in a place like that, you'll you know things like cuts, injuries, accidents, family court, legal trouble, separation, all these will come to the door because the planetary energy in the door is very challenging. But if you are in the you know if you are in the field of law enforcement or you're a medical professional, or, and then you would excel professionally, but personally it'll it'll be a big challenge. And I've also seen this this energy you know one eight on date of birth too. I've seen a lot of people who are born on an 18 date of birth, you know, they might be, um, they might excel in, in the medical field or or in law mm-hmm. enforcement, but their personal lives are always very challenging, you know. They mm-hmm. they always mm-hmm. end up in accidents and hospitals and surgeries and legal troubles and divorces, right? It pretty much comes to those numbers all the time. So what has to be done is, you know, in such cases where you have a heavy date of birth, it is very important that your name energy is balanced correctly. So if, if your name is not balanced correctly with your date of birth, then it would be a big challenge. What's interesting is that you're saying that you can't run away from your numbers because that's you, no. right? However, yeah. in some instances, your number puts you at the top of Mount Himalaya. <laughs> and there's yes. some other instances situationally that you might be in the pits and Knowing it, you can get yourself out of the pits and excel. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that totally, right? Absolutely. And uh, so that's why, you know, it's very important. It's very, very important to uh, consider your numbers, your numerology, you know. Besides other things, too, it's just not one aspect only. There are many other aspects, but this one that I have worked and researched for any year, I always tell my uh, listeners, right, that, Please do consider this very cautiously. And, and if your name is balanced correctly, you know, if your mm-hmm. name is balanced with your uh, date of birth and, you know, you understand this energy, you know, your life will be a lot easier, you know. You won't be bumping heads everywhere all the time, you know. Uh, right. Confused, so for the Western you know? culture, you're saying that, like, say, for lack of a better term here, lately, it's funny because in the world of technology, our cell phone is our new ID now. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, Forget social security number. You know what I'm talking about? Like, uh, we always thought about, oh, no, we don't want to be assigned any ID number. Well, guess what? Your phone number is your ID number in today's world. And so how do we deal with that? Once we find out that number is eh, kind of thing, so how do we deal with that? How do we fix that? See, what happens earlier in the earlier years, you know, phone numbers would happen well. If you call your... Uh, uh, you know, your provider, right? And right. they would help you and they give you a list of numbers and say, well, fine, you can pick one number from there. But what right. has happened lately is, you know, that uh, they pretty much, you know, it's, a new number is automatically generated and you don't have to right. say anymore. Right. So, uh, so now, you know, it is pretty much, you know, you you have to draw the right energy, right? To mm-hmm. just be lucky to get it. So what I say is, you know, go on a day that, Go on a day that's a little auspicious, you know, and know your day, month, time. You know, there are days, you know, and what months. So there's a certain um, periods in which you can go and apply for it. Otherwise, if you just go there, you know, and, uh, you know, just go for it with your closed eyes, and then I'm sure you <laughs> won't get the best one, you know. So, uh, that's what I think, yeah. 
How do we and, calculate uh, our numbers? How do we calculate them? Let's talk about things that we have control of, basically. Well, when I say have control of, we're born certain dates, obviously. And, of course, our given name and so forth. So how do we calculate that? So let me use the Chaldean code, like I said earlier, right? So mm -hmm, the Chaldean mm -hmm. code has, has letters and numbers associated with it, right? So right. Um, the Chaldean code, you know, it's, it's not, you can, be, you can look, look at it online too, you can find it there, right? You know, mm -hmm. so um, basically it goes, like I said earlier, it goes from number one to number eight. You know, and then, uh, and then, so, so I'll just give you, so like number one has the letters, you know, A, I, J, Q, Y. Mm -hmm. And so number two is going to be R, K, B. So number mm -hmm. three is a C, G, L, S. And number, uh, number four is a D, M, T. Mm -hmm. Right, so five is an E, H, N, X. Mm -hmm. And the six is U V N W. So and seven is O and Z. And eight is P and F. So mm -hmm. that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. So um yeah. So this is a code, but this this is a Kelian code. Mm -hmm. And this code you can also find online, it's not a big deal. But so this is what I use, right? So mm -hmm. then say for example, you know, then you whatever your name is, right, you can look at the name. Mm -hmm. Right, and then we look at the letters and from those numbers, and you can you can get the numbers right. But then what right. happens is that is very basic information. Numbers have a lot of variations in them too. You see, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of mm -hmm. lot of variations, right? So, uh, so so you just look at the score and say, oh, fine, my number is known as one. Won't happen like that. It has to be fine tuned. The energy has mm -hmm. to be balanced. And so what happens is before this, you know, we look at the date of birth. You know, before you go to the quarter's date of birth, that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Then from the date of birth, we look at you know uh, the primary energies that are focusing on the date of birth. That that can be calculated. That's a little calculation. And so once you calculate the basic numerology, so that these numbers are vibrating, and then we use those numbers, the highest vibration, to uh, to match or to work on the on the name. You see, your mm -hmm. name is very important. Your name and your popular name is very very important, right? So that's how we improve that, or I'm mean, corrected, or, or whatever, take it to a higher resonation. And mm -hmm. then, from, and so once that name is uh, adjusted correctly, then what happens is, because the frequency has risen, right, and automatically it attracts, you know, better energy to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll mm -hmm. attract more. You know, so like basically, you know, your your energy has risen, right? So your hands gonna mm -hmm. reach higher, mm -hmm. right? So that's how it goes. And basically, it's another. That'll, you know, for a lifetime, right, it'll pick you up, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, it'll attract better people, better energies, more money, more success, better thought, you know. And, um, yeah, just in, your luck factor is going to go up, right? So you're going to see your names really, yeah. I got a couple of questions. One is, of course, this is based on culture and upbringing. I mean, culture more so than upbringing itself. In the Eastern culture, for example, and you're aware of this, I mean, we have our, like my name, Johnny Hop Chai Tan, right? I was born Hop Chai. I was given, actually, my parents went to see a sage and say, okay, we got to give this kid here this name and so forth. However, somewhere along the line, and this is funny, this is cultural thing. I've spoken about this before. When I was a kid, as a child, I don't have a whole lot of hair on my head. And so my grandfather can't pronounce my name properly. So you know how they like to give nicknames. So before you know it, 
he was trying to call me what's equivalent to baldy, right? And, so, mm-hmm. and my mom said, you're not going to call my son Baldy. The neighbor came over and said, my son is Tony. Why don't you call your son Johnny? So that's how I ended up having mm-hmm. the name Johnny. So yeah, I'm yeah. known basically Johnny. So it's really funny. How do I do that? Because do I take yeah, see, Johnny Hawkeye yeah, Tan? Is the whole thing? So no, I, mean, I was looking at your name, the way it appears on the, you know, on your, uh, it says Johnny Tan is what's coming, right? So Johnny yes, Tan is a... So number 24 on your first name is really good. And number 24 is very lucky. And five, <laughs> six, and four, ten. So, so what uh-huh. happens is what day and month are you born? Because your total vibration is 24 and 10, right? Which is three, four. Three, four is a very high octave number for uh, Neptune energy. But we have really? to see okay. what date of birth you're born. Yeah. Okay. So my date of birth, when it's all added up, this is interesting. Based on the Roman numbers right like august or whatever it is right 19 yeah, whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. it totals up to right smack when you add across to number 33. oh that's very good okay so you got strong venus energies okay and so and yeah. what day and month are you born day it's august 17. okay so august 17 okay yeah and then so uh, august the same. i got it that yeah and then like say when 17. you add it all across including the year 33. Yeah, so see, August seventh. So yeah, so you got Venus. You got twenty four on the first. You got the so Venus is Venus number six helps you a lot. Do you have a middle initial? Mm-hmm. So Johnny Tower, Do you have a middle initial? Or H. Yes, my Chinese name is Hawk. H O C K, which is a H. H. So I go okay. with Johnny H Tan. Yeah. Yeah. So Johnny H Tan is an excellent number four. You have name for you. And I'm Jupiter good. energy. Yes, so you got Venus and Jupiter. Three works with seventeen. It's very good. Excellent <laughs> Interesting. number. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You should always write this the way it is because on the, on the radio schedule that I have, right, it says Johnny Tan only. But you should insist right. and say it's not Johnny, it's Johnny H. Tan. So, so that's how it's written everywhere. And and that is absolutely fantastic. It's really good. So do, should I use Johnny H. Tan or just Johnny Tan? Yeah, Johnny H. Johnny H. Tan. Okay, Johnny H. Tan. That's what I need to go. But Johnny you know, let H. me put. Fantastic, yeah. How about uh, Johnny H. C. Tan? Because my Chinese name is Hawk, Hawk, H-O-C-K, and then the middle name, because the Chinese has the last name is Tan, right? But it's the Johnny first name H. is... Johnny H. C. Tan is also, will also work. Okay. That is also okay. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that, that's Tan what my name is. Johnny H. C. Tan, bring it to a 42, be very good, too. Okay. That would be really okay. good, too. H O C both will work. And then you need to wear a yellow sapphire, by the way, a yellow sapphire in your uh-huh. in, a, in a gold ring in your right index finger. That's Jupiter energy, the biggest planet. So oh, yellow sapphire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in gold. Or you in can gold. wear a gold chain. Okay. You can wear more gold in your hand, yeah. Okay. That's very interesting. That's, that's is, really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> because gold, you know, it raises the energy of Jupiter. Yeah. And the food for thought. Jesse, this is interesting, right? Because I'm not sh- exactly sure how it works in India, but I'm sure it is too. We Chinese has our Chinese calendar, right? The lunar calendar, right? Yes. So, and I think India has the same thing. Like the culture is yes, several yes. thousand years old. It's not the year 2022. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this is yeah. interesting. Food for thought. When I added my Chinese birthday, okay? Uh-huh. And yeah. the number came up to, when you reduce it down, it came up to number 11. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, it turned out to be 38, and then when 38, you reduce it down one more. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. No, but I'd say what you have, like Johnny Etsy Tan is an excellent name. Johnny H or Etsy Tan is very good for you. Okay. That's very, very yeah, interesting. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Very, very interesting. But avoid very, very wearing interesting. dark colors. Don't wear too much black or... We can wear red once in a while, but don't wear too much black colors. And, oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. And don't even drive a black color car. To what color car do you drive? I love white, so I've always had white. Yeah, white's good color. Yes, white's good color for you. White's good. Yeah, white's the energy of Venus, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've always liked white. Yeah. Even yes. though I wear dark suits, but I always have like white shirts because I enjoy the bright and then blue. Yeah, light, you know that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. You talk about when you first came to the United States and somehow the synchronicity of numbers, right? The, yeah. It sounds how gel. And for me, when I was growing up, my grade school, when I was in athletics, right, in school, you know that mm-hmm. in Asia. So the color of my athletic team is sort of purple maroon, okay? My high school mm-hmm. is purple maroon green. And hold and behold, mm-hmm. here I'm halfway around the world attending Louisiana State University. What is the color? Purple and gold. Mm-hmm. No, purple is very good color for you. Purple <laughs> it's a is weird the crown deal. chakra. <laughs> purple, is, and you should also keep an amethyst crystal on your desk and where you broadcast from, right? You should oh, have okay. a, an amethyst crystal there. Yeah, amethyst is the highest, is the crown chakra, unlimited possibility. But amethyst mm-hmm. for you will be really good, really good. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. You're listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitches Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, and Hop Hopper. Here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to our January edition of our Hot Center and Passion Driven Inspirations for Better Living Digital Magazine at www.inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Jesse Kalsi. Jesse is a world-renowned numerologist specializing in residential and business numerology. He provides valuable insights into the power of numbers and how they affect our lives. His books, The Power of Home Numbers and All About Numbers, bring awareness and understanding of this phenomenon by combining his Eastern upbringing and his Western experience. Jesse and I are having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey, his latest book, all about numbers and how you can attract luck, abundance, and joy with your numbers. I'm your host, Johnny Tan. Let's talk about this, Jesse. What are master numbers and how do they affect and influence our lives? Yeah, I mean, like we all know, right, the number 11 or the number 22, the number 33. Like 33 comes in your case as a compound number you mentioned, and then even 44 in many cases falls in the same category. So what mm-hmm. happens is, I've, what have, I've seen over the years, I've seen a lot of people, right, a lot of intuitives and all these psychics and intuitives, they'll, you know, they'll just tell their clients, oh, uh, house number 11, oh, you should take it, you know, it's a master number, right, or right. house number this or that. They don't realize that they're giving wrong information to their clients because what happens is in house number 11, so house number 11, right, now, 11 is a great date of birth. If you're born in 11, I can tell you, name balance will be very successful. You know, you can, you can reach great heights. But if, if you live in a house number 11, I can tell you right now, it's going to bring in a relationship challenges, absolute relationship challenges. Also, and then that connects with money as well. So homes like that have to be, have to be balanced. You know, I remember I had this one client of mine. He's a 
He's a doctor in Southern California, right? Mm-hmm. And he lived in a house like that. And he invited mm-hmm. me to his house one time. And uh, so we fixed that energy. We used a number four in the middle. You know, we made it one four one, right, to balance the mm-hmm. energy of Sun with Uranus, right? He just mm-hmm. sold his house recently for I think a couple of million dollars in the house. And mm-hmm. he got way more money than he was expecting. But my point is that when he lived there initially before he met me, right, he had, he had a relationship with his wife was suffering and he was just kind of struggling, right? But mm-hmm. soon after, when he passed the house, he shifted. So my point is that, you know, 11 on a, on a date of birth can be very powerful, but then 11 on a residence is very different. So, mm-hmm. so these things have to be considered. So don't just blindly jump into a master number. It's very tricky. And number 22 is, uh, is again a master number, moon, moon, like two is moon twice. But right. this number 22, you know, it creates miscommunication. I actually miscommunication. So if you have this on your date of birth, it is important that this energy of two and two be balanced with number one sun energy, which mm-hmm. means that, say, you end, end up in a house number 22, I can tell you there'll be a lot of miscommunication in the house. So this house number has to be passed. I mean, another number added based on the date of birth of other occupants in the house. It's very important. And it is also important that house number 22 should face the rising sun because you want the energy of sun, which is number one, to hit the door, right? If it mm-hmm. has to hold any energy. Otherwise, what will happen is it will be in a constant, you know, spiraling, downward spiral, you know? It will constantly attract mm-hmm. the energy of Saturn because number eight and fours and fours and eights don't work well together. So that's yeah. what will happen there. And then number 33 is like you have 33, the excellent master number. I've used it myself successfully in homes and all that. So double three on a home is, depending on your days of birth, can be extremely uh, fortunate. And mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, you don't have a 33 date of birth, but compound numbers, yes. And three, three, I think, is a very powerful master number, and a very powerful. I've given an example in the book. We all saw what happened in uh, South America some 10 years ago when those 33 miners were stuck in a nine feet below, remember? Yes, I read that, kind yes. Of pulled magically, yeah. That, so I, I attribute that, uh, that uh, extraction, right, in a capsule to that number 33, right? It kept them all mm-hmm. together and safe, so. And and then four, 44, um, 44 again is, a bit, some consider it a mass number. I look at it like that, but 44 again is, is not a very easy place to be in. Uh, president Obama was the 44th president of the United States, and uh, mm-hmm. but he had a lot of sun energy. He's a Leo, right? He had a lot of sun energy, so he could balance yes. that 44 successfully, and you know, complete his two terms. Uh, so, um, so that's how it is. You know, it's so. It, I mean, the energy has to balance. It has to correct. You know, so there are many things you know that have to be considered. But this is what uh, I can briefly tell you about master numbers. Is it ever too late to redirect someone's lives of misfortune, challenges, using the power of No, numbers? it's never. No, it's never late. No, it's never late. We always have time. You know, we always have time. We're never late for anything. We are never, mm-hmm. never late. And no one should think like that, right? So no one should ever think like that. We're mm-hmm. never late. If you're living, you always have time. And uh, if something has to be corrected or changed, right, you have to consider it and do it and then also at the same time you know listen to your inner self you know something tells you or if you're you know you're telling you oh no you should call so and so or you should you should do it you know and because your soul is telling you to do it you know you should do it and not second guess yourself right 
what happens very often, right? You have a thought, you know, so we should do this, and that's oh, who cares? <laughs> you shouldn't do that, you know. So if you have any, uh, you know, connection from the other side, and they're telling you to do it, you should do it, and that's what mm-hmm. I believe. What is the best way to read and apply your book, all about numbers? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you know, see, now uh, the first thing you need is this: that all about numbers and my first book, The Power of Home Numbers. Right? Both these books mm-hmm. are they are not how-to books, right? They are not mm-hmm. how-to books. So, right. So I mean, it's not that if you you pick up my book, all about numbers, and say, hey, we, we heard you on the radio, and we should be able to doing do everything just the way you do it. No, that's not going to happen, right? Because, I mean, I don't know everything, number one, right? And whatever I know, I've applied in the book, and, and that's all you can put in a book, right, for the reader to read. Uh, at the right. same time, this book has well, it has a lot of information, right? It, you know, it's for a discerning mind, you know, with a lot of information for someone who's researching, right? But I can tell you, you learn a lot from there. You learn a lot. And then gradually, you know, you can add up things and do research, and then you absolutely, with time, you know, you won't learn it in one day, but absolutely with time, you definitely... You know, learn a lot, a lot of things. You know, yes, a lot, a lot of things. Well, I have to say, I mean, the book is very good information in terms of it. Certainly, gives me a notch in the right direction in reading all the various people and looking at the examples you have given. It makes sense. And then when I look back in my life, and I mentioned this several times on my radio show and so forth, and even like in your case, we talk about pivotal moments in our lives. If someone were to tell us, Jesse, here, welcome to Earth. You're born as a baby. This is your folder, and this is how you're going to live your life. And both of us would say, yeah, right. (laughs) And uh, now that we have put some mileage in our life and we have experienced life, basically, and looking back in hindsight, what's interesting about it is that that review vision validates certain things that have occurred, so to speak. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, do you read about the number seventeen in my book? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't talk about it. So you read, no. read something, okay? <laughs> Where can someone go to get more information about you, buy your book, and keep up with your latest happenings? Yeah. So you can go to my website, which is uh, jessiekalsi.com. It's spelled uh, J-E-S-S-E-K-A-L-S-I.com. And then uh, my books, and you can get those books on Amazon, The Power of Home Numbers by Jesse Kelsey, and uh, my second one, All About Numbers by Jesse Kelsey. And I am on all uh, social media platforms, or you can just Google me, you know, to, to mm-hmm. find me, mm-hmm. uh, Jesse Kelsey, you know, and uh, yes, and I'm, I'm very happy to be able to talk to uh, or, you know, send this message out to Johnny to all those who would listen to what we've been chatting about today, and and I really wish all of you listening the best of luck. Very interesting. Very, very good. Thank you. What is the best way to educate us about numbers? I know we talk about the certain things that people can Google and so forth. In the end, because it can be so complex, because then you've got numbers, and then also right now you've got to worry about the planets and so forth, but... In a nutshell, for someone who really, like I say, down and out and just need, like, hey, show me the light, and then maybe I'll go and start doing a little bit at a time. So what would be the simplest way of kind of finding out where <laughs> we're at? Yeah, I mean, if you, uh, if, if you feel so, you can always call me. You know, we go to my website, and you can connect with me, and 
We can do a short reading for you. I do half an hour readings and one hour readings, right? But like a short 30 minute reading is, is pretty good to start. And then we can kind of look at some basic stuff and align the energy and all that, right? And uh, mm-hmm. make some quick suggestions to, you know, shift the wife to pick up the mm-hmm. energy. And then, yeah. So I'd suggest that, make a short reading. And mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, you can book from my website. And then you can talk, Zoom or phone, either or. And I do that for uh, my clients around the world, you know, people from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So yeah. what can you tell us about the years, 2022 and 2023, coming up next year, number-wise? Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about 2022 because this is the current year that just began, right? So 2022, you know, it has, uh, you know, moon thrice. Right? The energy of planet Venus is uh, dominant this year, right? And so whatever you're seeing right now, right, this was uh, slowly things will start improving. I think that this year we'll have a better flow of money, you know? It's more a year of recovery. I see more, you know, it's more feminine energy. So you see more, uh, you know, women, you know, rising into important positions. I think there's been elections and they'll be, you know, they'll have a better grip and a better hold on many important matters. I think, and this will be happening internationally, not only in the United States, but in different other countries around the world as well. And then, uh, and, and this, uh, and this, uh, and, and people will suddenly, you know, they they want to uh, spend more, they'll buy more. It'll be more about luxury, you know. It'll be, they want to be happier. They they might end, end up spending more than they have, which is not a good thing. But but that's what uh, is going to happen. And I see real estate again. The prices are going to go up. The uh, energy around the uh, you know whatever is happening now in the stock market that that'll be you know that'll that'll start going up too. I see more after the 15th of January. You know you'll start seeing a shift. You know it'll start moving up. The next five six days, or even more, starting next week, you know, and um, yeah. So financially, I think it's going to be a strong, strong year, and uh, yeah. So that's what I feel. It's really better than see. Last year, the energy was very unstable. It was fluctuating, it was going up and down, but not not this year. So mm-hmm. uh, let a week or two pass, and then we we start seeing a shift. Uh, whatever is happening right now, the energy of COVID and, and the rest of it, I had mentioned it in my book as well. If you see it's written somewhere, you looked at the numbers of COVID last year, and I had I'd indicated that this energy would uh, start settling down more early 2023. Right. It's documented right. in the book. Yeah, it's documented there. So this year, no, it will be there, but you have to be very careful. You, know, you can't be careless. Be careful. You know, take care of your health and and don't challenge it, you know, respect it and try to avoid it in every way possible. But I think more by the end of the year, early 2023, that's what I feel uh, based on my knowledge of numbers that this energy is going to start subsiding, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, people will start feeling much better in their skin. Fantastic. By the way, as we are coming close to the end of the hour, since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? I'd say, you know, enjoy your life. You know, Be happy, you know. Keep a positive mind. I said, don't complain, you know. I don't like people who complain, you know. No matter what happens in your life, you know, be positive. Don't complain. And, you know, always be grateful. You know? if, something, if you don't want to complain, just look up, look at the sky like I do and just say, I am grateful nine times, you know. If you just say I'm grateful nine times, you know, every time you have a difficult or a block or a challenge or a mood to complain, I'll be sure. so much happier. I'm telling you something else will open up. So always I am grateful no matter what. 
That's true. That's very true. Jesse, it's like what you're talking about is creating that positive energy around you. Because what's interesting is that we tend to look for outside source to give us energy. And the irony of it, the sun or the battery or whatever you want to call it is from inside out. Exactly. 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 The battery is inside out. You said it. Wonderful. Well, Jesse, thank you for the great recipe for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all our listeners, please join me next Tuesday morning, January 18th at 10 a.m. Central Time U.S. Continuing with our New Year New Me theme, my guest will be Lisa Caprelli. She is a Latina entrepreneur, speaker, author, publisher, and brand creative with a 10-year radio career overlapping 20 years in consulting and branding. Lisa strategically uses content and message branding to help companies grow. She's known for inspiring innovations in business leaders and has worked with businesses of all sizes, including Fortune 500 companies. Lisa and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and how you can jumpstart your new year with a new vision mindset. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a very blessed week. Jesse, it's been a pleasure, sir. Thank you again and have a very blessed day. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.